Welcome, welcome one and all to the Topic Talk Wrestling Smackdown Review. Thank you for joining me wherever you are in the world today. If you're a fan of this sort of thing, I do previews and reviews on Monday Night Raw, Smackdown and pay-per-views on Spotify, Acast and I'm pleased to say, finally on Apple Podcasts. Yes, they have done their best Fiend impression and let me in. Now, announced hours before Smackdown on the WWE Twitter page, it was announced that Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio would take on Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode for the tag titles at WrestleMania Backlash. I said on the preview yesterday that this would probably be another one contenders match for Ray and Dom at some point on this episode of SmackDown. However, it wasn't. <laughs> they just made it, just like how they did with Bailey and Belair. They just announced it on the Twitter page. So before SmackDown begins, we see an old WWF logo from back in the 80s, the old golden logo, where the two W's come together. Obviously, they can't show the WWF logo because of that time, Vince McMahon lost to a panda. Thing is, they never used this intro for any of the SmackDown episodes at all. Back when it was the WWF logo, it used the scratch type logo and not the bold golden logo we see here. So the intro kicks off and it starts with The Rock saying it is his show, that it was named after him, which it was, and that we see previous logos flash up off SmackDown. They show some crowd shots, but it's not from any episode of SmackDown. Instead, it's from Survivor Series, which is weird. I, I think it's the first Survivor Series they did, but yet they don't show any crowd shots of SmackDown when it's supposed to be a SmackDown throwback show. That's very bizarre to me, very bizarre. Anyway, I said on the preview podcast yesterday that it would be cool if they did any of the stages from the previous SmackDowns, but we didn't get any of that. Instead, they used the recycled Thunderdome, where then saw Michael Cole and Pat McAfee at ringside, Cole had his denim scratch WWE logo on it, and Pat was in a suit like Vince McMahon back in the day, with the old style WWE logo on his pocket. And they told us that for some reason, the throwback edition of SmackDown was because NASCAR were going back to Dallas, and it was a throwback weekend on Fox. And then we do see the SmackDown fist, and it's back everyone, sort of. We just see a 3D graphic of the SmackDown fist breaking through some glass. And this was, shall I say, very... 90s graphic of the fist it's like when you buy something from Amazon and it's amazing but then if you go and buy it from eBay it's a cheap knockoff version of the thing that you brought from Amazon but you purchased it because it was cheaper and that's what this kind of looks like we then get our first look back on Smackdown which is the main event of the first Smackdown match in 1999 between Triple H and The Rock for the WWF title with HBK as a referee and if you didn't know Triple H retained after HBK superkicked The Rock to win the title. And, as predicted yesterday, Roman Reigns' music hits. He walks down to the ring, but before he enters, we see highlights of last week where Roman beats Brian. They use the old-school graphics for the names of the wrestlers. It's a thing they do all night as well, with the, I think it's aerial font, with the person's name and a red bar that appears along the bottom of that name. Roman Reigns is joined by Jey Uso and Paul Heyman in the ring. Heyman says that they're going to have a 10-bell salute but they were going to do it, and not the timekeeper at ringside, but Heyman said that he was going to do it himself. Instead, he just says the word ding ten times, as Roman and Jay laugh. Then the WWE user usuk.wav plays in the background. Roman says that he was going to do exactly what he said he was going to do by putting Daniel Bryan out, and that people should acknowledge him. He says he gave Fox everything they wanted, spent on whatever they wanted, and Bryan whatever he wanted. But yet, Daniel Bryan didn't want to be here. He said he smashed him, pinned him, and got rid of him. 
Then he says that Daniel Bryan has been replaced. And he introduces that person. And guess who comes out? It's Jimmy Uso. Who has returned to SmackDown. He enters the ring, gives Jay a big hug. Before much more else can happen, Cesaro's music hits. He says that Bryan can never be replaced. And then as soon as he says that, Seth Rollins attacks him from behind. We get a brawl and SmackDown referees come down to separate them. Teddy's long music then hits. And he says that Cesaro, if Cesaro beats Rollins, he will get a shot at WrestleMania Backlash. And with that, Rollins throws Cesaro into the ring steps, throws him into the corner, stamps on him a couple of times. We are then told that the match is next, and in fact is not the main event. But before we go to that, we see a pay promotion for Ico Pro, which was a product shown on Raw. Not really a SmackDown thing, but there we go. And then we head into our first match of the night, which is Seth Rollins and Cesaro. The bell rings and Seth starts beating on Cesaro into the corner. He tries to get out, but Seth continues to beat him down. He delivers a sling blade to Cesaro, who kicks it out too. Rollins gets to the top rope, he delivers a knee to Cesaro, and gets another two count. He throws him outside the ring. He throws him into the barricade, and then into the side of the ring, and he does this a few times. Rolls him in, gets the pinfall, but gets two count. They exchange blows, Rollins goes against the ropes, Cesaro tries to lift him up, but Seth wriggles out, and kicks the knee of Cesaro. He is thrown headfirst into the mat again, and Seth gets another two count. Seth gets a submission which turns into a suplex by Cesaro. He uppercuts Seth. Seth is in the corner, is thrown into the opposite corner, delivering uppercuts. A discus clothesline then knocks Seth down and he gets his shoulders up at two when going for the pin. Cesaro calls for the swing. Seth tries to reverse it. Cesaro turns it into a pin and another kick out at two. Cesaro tries to go for the neutralizer on Seth, but again he gets it reversed. And Cesaro gets a pin and a kick out too. Cesaro's on the top rope and Jey Uso distracts him. Seth gets to the top rope, delivers a superplex into a falcon arrow. Cesaro kicks it out too. Back from the break and Cesaro has Seth in the sharpshooter. Seth goes for the rope, but Cesaro grabs his arm. He tries to get into the cross face in. He gets it reversed. Seth then kicks him in the face to get a two count. Seth goes for the stump, but is caught by Cesaro. He goes for a gut wrench suplex off the top rope, but Seth gets out of it. He turns it into a buckle bomb in the opposite corner, but Cesaro immediately delivers a clothesline to Seth. Both men are down. Seth and Cesaro exchange blows, and Cesaro is thrown over the top rope. Seth goes to the outside and squares up to Jey Uso. Says he, he isn't Roman and doesn't need your help. Jay tries to talk to Seth. He shouts at him, saying that he doesn't need their help. Jimmy then delivers a super kick to Seth. Cesaro jumps over the top rope, takes out Jimmy. He then throws Seth into the ring, and he covers him for a pinfall, and he gets the free count for the win. All thanks to Jimmy Uso. And so it is confirmed that Roman Reigns will take on Cesaro for the Universal title at WrestleMania Backlash. Backstage, and Rollins is talking to Roman. He says that Jimmy cost him the match. He says, should I be annoyed at Jimmy or you? Roman says he'll handle it. Seth says that if he doesn't sort it out, he will. We then get a SmackDown moment next in 2001. This is the famous supermarket scene where Stone Cold beats up Booker T. Backstage is Teddy Long and Sonya Deville. Sonya says the piss was unavailable tonight and says whatever Teddy Long wants, she can do for him. Then Sami Zayn turns up and says that he wants a match for the IC title. He mentions the documentary to Teddy Long and says he can do one better. And he says he will go one-on-one with the Undertaker player. Then there's this weird camera cut to Sammy's face where he's almost laughing but I think he was meant to try and 
be a shocked face. I don't know, but it just looks a bit weird. Sammy says that he's retired, Undertaker that is, and Teddy Long says that instead he'll be in a tag team match with Apollo Crews. Because he will be in a tag team match, Sammy Zayn, Apollo Crews will go against Kevin Owens, Big E, Street Profits, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sammy then says that that's unfair, but Sonya reminds Teddy Long that it will also include Otis, Chad Gable, and then Teddy Long says, King Booker. But then, <laughs> but then he says, but then he says, oh sorry, Corbin. He then says to Sammy that he hears that Sammy has some good dance moves, and he tries, but doesn't do the Teddy Long dance, and walks off. Roman is backstage, and he gives Jimmy a telling off, saying he's been brought back, and within an hour he messes things up. Says he didn't like the way that he talks to Jay. This is Jimmy to Roman. Jimmy says that he isn't following orders, says he ain't anyone's bitch, and walks off. Roman tells Jay to go and sort it out. Carmella versus Ruby Riot. Starts with an elbow tie up into the corner. Riot with airlock is thrown by Carmella into the ropes, but bounces off them into a shoulder tackle to Carmella. Riot is on the ropes, delivers kick to an oncoming Carmella. Carmella hits Riot in the stomach and deals blows to Riot. Riot manages to get Carmella into the corner with her knees driving her into the second turnbuckle. Carmella goes to kick Riot, but counters the leg sweep to the mat to get a two count. Riot is on the top rope, but Carmella hits her hand, kicks her in the face. She gets her foot on the rope, but Liv Morgan gets on the apron to get the referee's attention. Carmella kicks her off the apron, and Riot goes for a roll-up, which is countered by another roll-up by Carmella. Back to Riot, then Carmella gets the code of silence in, and Ruby taps out. We then get another match highlight of Hogan and Edge versus Chuck and Billy from 2002, where they won the tag team titles. Bailey then comes down to the ring, and she is going to do a celebration of the Women's Championship. We then see a 2003 SmackDown match between Big Show and Brock Lesnar, where the ring imploded. These were just highlights. Bailey's now back in the ring, and she talks about Alundra Blaze holding the title for over three years, Jacqueline McCoomin, the first African-American cruiserweight champion, and that she held the women's title twice, but nothing compares to Bailey's reign. She mentions Lita, Trish, Molly, Ivory, and Beth. Then she mentions Bianca Belair, says she's full of potential and naive, that she's blind to what's around her, and says if she's not careful, she won't be as good as Bailey. Just like the others she mentions. She says she will beat Belair for the title at WrestleMania Backlash. Belair's music hits, says she's living her best life, and it's going to get better at WrestleMania Backlash. She says Bailey shouldn't be concerned. Says she will be the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. Bailey laughs at her, and she tries to take down Belair, but she throws her, she throws her, delivers a drop kick, but Bailey gets back on on her, throws her into the turnbuckle, stamps on Belair, smacks her in the face, and into the mat, and Bailey walks off. Jimmy's backstage, and he asks what happened to him, and that he is not their bitch. Says whatever Jay does benefits to Roman, not him. Jimmy says that they need each other. Reminds them that they are the best tag team here, and that Jimmy says that they should be a tag team champions, along with Roman as Universal Champion. We then go to Rey Mysterio vs Dolph Ziggler next, but before then we get another throwback in SmackDown history, back in 2002 with John Cena's debut against Kurt Angle. Ziggler then does a promo and he says that Dominic doesn't Dominic doesn't belong here, that he's Ray's kid, and that real men should handle their business. Dominic then, very tired of getting the abuse from Dolph, decides then to challenge him to the match. And so we get Dominic versus Dolph. Dolph starts off by trash talking him, and he punches him around, slaps Dominic, but then Dominic delivers a drop kick to Dolph. 
Dom jumps over the top rope, but Dolph knocks him down. He does a scoop slam to the outside. Back in the ring, Dolph continues to beat down on Dom. There is a neck breaker. He then stands on him for a count, but Dom kicks out. Then there is another scoop slam to Dom, this side inside the ring. Then he delivers a suplex, but it's counted into a roll-up, and Dominic gets the 1-2-3 for the win. Caleb Braxton's in backstage and asks Reginald why he has requested a match against Tamina. He says that he will break Tamina's spirit and that next week we are going to have a women's tag team title match. Tamina and Natalia versus Nia and Shayna on Smackdown. But before that we get a promotional ad for WWE's ice cream bars with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Then another throwback to 1999 where Arnold Schwarzenegger was a guest commentator for a match and helped Austin to win a match. We then get a Roman segment where he asks Paul Heyman to get his cousin. Heyman then says which one, he stares at him and walks off. Now we have the Tamina vs Reginald match. It starts off with Tamina going for a super kick, but Reginald does a backflip out of the way. Tamina goes for a clothesline and Reginald does another backflip. She runs towards him and he flips again, but this time Tamina grabs him by the hair. But he flips over Tamina and then tries to slide under Tamina, but Tamina grabs him, tosses him into the corner. He goes to the top rope. Tamina goes and gets him and does another flip over. This time, she superclues Reginald. Tamina then goes to the top rope to do a splash, but Shayna and Nia get involved. The bell rings for a disqualification. Natalia tries to help, but is caught by Nia and Shayna and delivers a kick to her face. Tamina tries to help, but gets thrown down. Nia holds Tamina down, and Shayna grabs the arm and stamps on her elbow. Nia then delivers a Samoa drop on the outside of the barricade. Shayna shouts, how dare you disrespect Reggie like that. We get a backstage segment next with Corbin, Zane, Gable, Otis and Apollo. Apollo says that every person brings something to the team and individually they are breakable but together they are not. This fades out and goes into the other team with Big E, Shinsuke Nakamura, Street Profits and Owens. They say that they set their differences aside and that everyone will be on the same page. They mention that it's Owens' birthday. Street Profits do their bit but before they can get their catchphrase out Shinsuke Nakamura interrupts them and says we want the smoke. We then go to break. Come back from the break and the match is about to start. No entrances. So we have Owens, Biggie and the Street Profits and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Gable, Otis, Corbin, Apollo and Zayn. So the match starts with Gable and Dawkins. There's a few tie-ups and grappling moves to the map with Dawkins and Chad exchanging those moves. They exchange hip tosses, then a flatjack to the map to Cable. Ford then tags in, drop kits Gable for the two count. Gable ma- manages to tag Apollo who kicks and scoop slams Ford. Sami Zayn tags in. He hits kicks and punches to Ford, chokes him on the rope. He shouts at Owens and has Ford in the corner. He throws him into the opposite side but jumps over Zayn, delivers a drop kick to Sami. Ford then tags in Big E. Zayn tags in Corbin. They do an elbow tie up which turns to a headlock to Corbin. Corbin swings and misses as Big E comes off the ropes. He then manages clothesline. He trash talks Big E. Corbin goes off the ropes. And Big E knocks him down. Big E takes Corbin to the, his own corner with his team. Corbin gets away and Sammy attacks Big E in the corner. Owens then goes to help Big E, knocks Sammy down. There's a mass brawl outside the ring near the announce tables. Sammy is on the floor and Owens goes for a splash off the ring apron. We go to break. Back from the break and Otis is now in the ring with Owens. He gets Owens in a headlock and Owens is thrown into the team's corner. Otis does a splash and tags in Apollo. He picks up Owens who gets out of it and goes for the stunner. He manages to get an inseguri but Apollo grabs Owens and works on his legs. Outside the ring Otis takes out Big E. 
The other members of his team don't help. Owens gets the tag to Shinsuke Nakamura. Apollo gets the tag into Zane. Gable tries to interfere, but Shinsuke kicks him several times. Zane tries to go for the tag, but no one is there. Shinsuke goes for a roundhouse kick to Zane. He throws Zane into his team's corner and knocks the Street Profits off. Shin from the middle rope knocks down Zane with a kick, gets a two count because of Corbin's break. He throws Shinsuke outside. Big E does a belly to belly to Corbin. Apollo goes in for the kick and the German suplex to Big E. Owens is in now and he delivers a stunner to Apollo. Otis drags out Owens. He delivers two super kicks to Otis. He goes for a third, but Chad grabs Owens and German suplex him to on the mat outside. Otis takes out Dawkins and then Ford jumps over the top rope to take out Otis. Inside the ring, Shinsuke goes for Kinshasa. Sammy elbows him and he blind tags in Corbin. He enters the ring. Everyone is down outside the ring apart from Corbin, who picks up Shin and he delivers the end of days to get the 1 2 3. Gable, Ortis, Corbin, Apollo, and Zane win the match. Backstage, we see Roman. He says he's put a lot of hard work into getting the title and he gave Jay a lot of responsibility. He says he loves him and that Roman is about to find out how much Jimmy understands. Another SmackDown moment is then shown in 2004, this time with Eddie Guerrero in his low rider, and Vince enters it. That's it. There's a segment in the ring now, and this time, just as we started the show, it was with Roman and Paul Heyman with Jay Uso inside the ring. He says to Jay that he brought his brother back. He's brought he brought his brother back in, but before he says anything else, Jimmy Uso's music hits. He says he watched the I Quit match at home, then says he came down to the ring to help him so he wasn't at home but then Jimmy says he did come down to the ring and that Roman got him in the guillotine and choked him out he said the reason why he quit was because that he didn't want to see his brother in pain he says he would never say I quit to Roman no matter what Roman says that Jimmy is stuck in the past and that they have both moved forward he says that it's simple fall in line and stand with them and acknowledge him or he can go home Jimmy exits the ring Jay goes out to join him and says Jimmy has to do what Roman says then Cesaro appears and takes out Roman. Jay goes to help Cesaro, beats on him in the corner. Jimmy slides in to help his brother, who attacks Cesaro, who delivers an uppercut to Jimmy. He then gets Jay in the neutralizer. He then delivers the neutralizer to Roman. Everyone is down, and Cesaro walks back up the ramp, smiling as Spider-Man goes off the air. So that was a good episode. I wonder where Edge is now, though, because they didn't mention Edge or anything like that. I'm assuming that that feud is now finished. Could have probably done without the... Reginald Tamina match and the Dolph Mysterio match because they were both quite very quick matches. As a fan of the Roman segment throughout the night and it seems that it could play a factor coming into the next pay-per-view week on Sunday. It's a bit disappointing they didn't have the old stages put up. I think they could have done that. I also didn't like the fact that they had the old WWE logos which they never did that at all on SmackDown whatsoever. They tried to make it feel like an old episode of SmackDown but it really wasn't. It's like even the match graphics, they weren't the same for when it was on SmackDown. So it's a bit bizarre that they've done that as a decision. They certainly could have made, in terms of the tag team titles, made this match. You know, if Dominic won, they would get a tag team title shot at WrestleMania Backlash, rather than just announce it a few hours before the program goes on air. A few hours before, rather than announce a main event match, rather than announce a match the pay-per-view before Smackdown actually starts. They could have just announced it during that program or just made the Dominic Dolph match and the one contenders match for example. If Dominic won then they'd get a tag team title shot. 10 man tag team match that was pretty decent, that was very fast paced 
if you take out the tag teams, so Gable and Otis and the Street Profits, I think you have that. The remaining four, I think you have the remaining participants then going for the Intercontinental title, probably at the pay-per-view. I think that would make quite a bit of sense and be quite a good, decent match as well if they do that, especially if it's a ladder match. But yeah, let me know what you think. Find us on top of, at TopitLW on Twitter, YouTube, TopitLWrestling, and on podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Take care and see you soon.